Join us for the Get Up and Get Moving Dance Party this Friday, October 15th on ACB Media 4. We will be celebrating White Cane Day and we'll be playing the chart-topping hits starting with the 1960s at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time with me, DJ Darrow. The fun will continue throughout the afternoon until we reach the hits of today. We hope you can join us, and we hope you'll celebrate ACB's 60th year as we celebrate White Cane Day, the ACB way. Again, the broadcast, 2 p.m. on this Friday. It's coming up on ACB Media 4. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome back, everyone. This is our third and final session of Fall Prevention. I first have to do a little commercial. Uh, This uh, series has been brought to you by the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, AAVL. Many of you are members of AAVL, and so you know all about it. But if you are new uh, to ACB or to AAVL, want to let you know that you are invited to join. And if you do join or re, uh, re-up your membership, you have a chance to win $100 in cold, hard cash. All you have to do is go to our website and uh, complete the membership application and pay your dues, and you will be entered into a drawing which will take place right after february 1st so between now and february 1 is your opportunity to become a member or renew your membership or maybe uh, give a gift membership to uh, a friend of yours or a co-worker or a family member anyway our website is aavl-blind-seniors with an s at the end dot o-r-g And because you were so nice to listen to that little commercial message, I will tell you a little short joke. Don't be worried about your smartphone or your TV spying on you because your vacuum cleaner has been collecting dirt on you for years. All right, that's enough of humor. (laughs) We're going to get into the serious business of fall prevention. And first of all, I really want to thank all the folks who did make comments on the AAVL discussion list about experiences that they had with falls or somebody that they knew had a fall. And what it did, it sort of underscored what we said at the very beginning, how common it is to have a fall. One out of every three persons over the age of 65 will fall in the next year. And if you have a visional, a vision impairment, your chances are even greater. And so the reason for these three sessions was to help you reduce that risk. We don't say that you won't fall, but if you pay attention to the three things that we have tried to communicate to you, it's going to increase your possibility of staying healthy and staying upright. Remember, the first session dealt with hazards, particularly in the home, but they could be hazards anywhere. And uh, so you need to make sure that you're aware of those hazards and where possible, eliminate those hazards, especially 
if they're in your home. And the second class, which was on Tuesday, just two days ago, we talked about our habits, our personal habits that can sometimes increase the risk of our having falls. And several of the folks who commented on the discussion list did share their own experience with perhaps being a little too aggressive, a little too careless in doing things, and as a result, they experience falls. And it's okay to be more careful now that we're over the age of 45. It's okay to ask for help when we need it. And it's really important to assess the risk in doing anything that we do. Today, we're going to talk about physical activity, which is exercise. And any kind of exercise is good for you. We're, we're going to share several simple exercises that you can practice, but actually any exercise is helpful. Who should exercise? Why and how? Well, physical activity can and should be part of everybody's everyday life. Find the things that you like to do. Brisk walking, gardening, dancing, swimming, raking leaves, using a treadmill if you have one or a stationary bike. Try different kinds of activities that keep you moving. And who should exercise? Almost anyone at any age can do some physical activity. Even if you have a health condition like a heart condition or COPD or diabetes, you still can engage in some amount of physical activity. Now, it's a good idea to discuss this with your doctor first. And to remember, if you haven't been exercising, to start slowly and build up the activity gradually. Be aware of any pain or pressure. Or if you're feeling a little bit extra tired, or if you feel that your heart is racing or fluttering or skipping, tell these things to your doctor as soon as possible. It's also important if you're going to do some regular exercise to have uh, maybe a physical therapist or a, a trainer at the gym or a good friend to observe you. How are you doing the exercise? Are you doing it properly? Are you doing it safely? And why should we be physically active? Well, inactivity is dangerous, especially to older people, because it causes loss of muscle strength, for example. Our muscles get weak. Our bones get weak. Our balance and coordination become impaired. And this can present serious consequences, because if we have weak muscles in our legs or our feet or even our hips, this can in, impair our balance. And if our balance is impaired, then obviously we are at greater risk of having a fall. You know, playing it safe by staying at home or limiting our level of physical activity is actually counterproductive 
Medical research has shown that everyone can grow stronger through increased activity. Now, exercise should not hurt or make you feel really tired. That old refrain of no strain, no pain, no gain, that's not true. That's not true at all. If it hurts, stop. A little bit of um, discomfort might be expected. A little soreness the next day is okay, especially if you haven't been exercising for a while. But again, if you are just starting out, maybe 10 minutes a day is fine. Try working up to 30 minutes every day. And it's a whole lot better to exercise a little bit every day rather than to do a lot of exercise every other day. So, well, I didn't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. And I'll do it twice as much. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's important to, and I hope you are, wearing comfortable and loose-fitting clothing today because we are going to do some exercises, and, and I want you to be comfortable. I hope you're wearing well-fitting footwear, no floppies, no boots. And if you can, it's uh, important to sit in a sturdy chair, one with arms, not a deep cushion, because it's harder to get up from a chair if you're sitting in a deep cushion, all right? And if you exercise with someone, it's a whole lot more fun. Whichever exercises you choose, they should produce benefits in four areas. Endurance, muscle strength, balance, and flexibility. And you can use a physical therapist, a personal trainer at your local gym, take a matter of balance class, or come up with your own set of exercises. But again, it's important that when you start out, you have someone who knows a little bit about exercise to watch, to make sure that you're not doing it too strenuously, that you're not doing it improperly, that it might hurt you in some way. So, and be patient with your exercise program. Don't think that, you know, in a couple of days, you're going to feel stronger and, and be able to climb Mount Everest. No, it takes time. You may not uh, realize the results for several months. You know, what's really interesting, though, is that our muscles can deteriorate very, very quickly. They've done experiments with athletes, and they had these strong, you know, well-developed uh, athletes. They put them in bed for three or four days and told them, you can't move. You can't move for three or four days. And at the end of those three or four days, their muscle strength had deteriorated significantly just in that very, very short time. So... You know, if you've had an accident or you've been had a hospital stay and, and you come back home, don't expect that you're going to immediately have the same strength that you did have. It will take some time to rebuild it. So building it is a lot slower than losing it. But keep at it. Keep at it. And uh, don't push yourself. 
If you're feeling a little tired, okay, maybe you can do 15 minutes instead of 20 today. But do something. Just do a little bit less, but do something. All right, I'm going to stop for just a minute because next I want to talk about falls. What should you do if you do fall? All right, Desi, let's uh, explain to them how they can raise their hand. All right. I absolutely would love to do that. And so if you are on a PC, to raise your hand, you will use Alt-Y. If you are on a Mac, you will use Option-Y. If you are on a smartphone, such as an iPhone or an Android phone, <clears throat> excuse me, you will, you will use uh, the selection under the More button, which is in the lower right-hand corner of your screen. And if you are on a push-button phone, of any type, you will use star 9 to raise your hand. And then when you are called on to mute and unmute, you will use, if you are on a PC, you'll use Alt-A on a Mac, Command-Shift-A. On the smartphones, you will use the mute or unmute button, which is in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. And on your push-button phone, you will use star six. All right. Do we have some hands? Someone called iPad has their hand raised. <laughs> okay, iPad. <laughs> so I think that was me. Hi, Larry. This is Chris Bell. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I remember recently there was a study done in Minnesota. They're trying to figure out why uh, it was that the Minnesota had the highest rate of uh, deaths from falls uh, among the elderly. <clears throat> and they did a study and determined that because winters were so long, older people stayed indoors for longer and got less exercise. And then when spring came around, everybody's so happy in Minnesota to get to spring. Everybody goes outdoors. And because they'd been inactive for so long, uh, their rate of falling and being seriously injured and, and dying was so high. Uh, so I just wanted to pass that on. Yeah, and I know about Minnesota winters, and they are pretty, pretty frigid. So I, I don't blame them for staying inside. But, yeah, you're right. It, inactivity can weaken your muscles. And, and then you think, oh, I used to do this. I can do this again. No, not so fast. You need to work back up to it slowly. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Next. Next, we have Beth's iPhone. So, Beth, speak to oh, us, right. please. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, Hello. Hi. I know that, that you will not be discussing this in, in the series, but I was just wondering, generally, can you exercise using a support cane? And if so, how would you safely do that? Can you give any general ideas? Thanks. Using a what? I'm sorry? Support cane. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, there are a lot of exercises that you can do that are sitting down. In fact, the exercises we're going to be doing today are all going to be sitting down. So there are exercises, and they can be very helpful to you sitting down. And, and uh, there are maybe other exercises that you could do standing. I would recommend that you talk to a physical therapist about those. Okay. Thank you. 
All right. At this One time, more. Yeah. we don't have any more hands. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Well, let's talk about falls. If you should fall. Because uh, even if you remove all the fall hazards in your home and are able to change some of your personal behaviors, which can cause falls, and even if you faithfully follow an exercise program, you still may experience a fall. So what should you do? Well, first of all, how do you fall? What? Is there a way to fall? Yes, there is. Most of the time, we will fall forward. If we're walking, we're going to probably trip and fall forward. So two things that you can try to do quickly. If you don't have anything in your hands, put out your hands and use them to break the fall. Yeah, but I may break my wrist. Well, it's a lot better breaking your wrist than breaking your head. That's the recommendation. So if you have also time, sometimes if you're walking slow enough, the fall won't be so uh, intense, and you have the opportunity to bend your knees. Now, why would you do that? Why would you bend your knees? Well, by putting out your hands, you help protect your head. And by bending your knees, you actually are slowing down the fall, and lessening the impact on the ground. So if you're able to do that, then you may lessen the seriousness of that fall. Well, what about if you fall backwards? And that can happen, especially if you slip on ice or water or a slippery surface. You can fall backward. What should you try to do then? You don't want to fall backward and have your head hit the ground because that can be really devastating. If you hit the back of your head, it can cause a concussion, and that can be very serious. So in all instances of a fall, you want to try to protect your head. So if you slip and you start to fall backward, try twisting your body to land on your side and try moving your arms and your hands behind you to take the impact. So those are a couple of things that you might try to do if you actually find yourself beginning to fall. Now, once you're on the ground, do not try to immediately jump up and show how brave you were. No. First, take a moment to assess any injuries that you might have experienced? Do you feel dizzy or lightheaded? Is something really hurt your back or your arm or your leg? Take time to kind of remember, how did this happen? Why did I fall? What happened? If you experience pain, try to crawl for help. So what you want to do is to roll over onto your stomach. If you injured your right hip, then you'll want to roll to your left. If you injured your right left leg, you want to try to roll to your right and get on your stomach. And once you're on your stomach, then you can maybe try to crawl forward until you find a a bed or a 
uh, a sofa, a love seat, some sturdy piece of furniture that can help you lift yourself up and to maybe sit on that piece of furniture or that bed. Take your time. And after you're sitting there and you're feeling a little stronger, then you can think about calling for help. If you have an echo or a uh, or, or um, another kind of device uh, that will answer your call, you can tell it. Call my daughter, call my son, call my doctor, whatever you need. Or if you have a, a cell phone, I have now got a little pouch that hooks onto my belt, and I keep my cell phone there. So my cell phone is with me all the time. I used to really kind of forget it. I I would sometimes put it in my pocket and sometimes I wouldn't and I'd be in the other room and my phone would be ringing and and then I'd have to, you know, get back over to where the cell phone was. So having your cell phone on your person is a good idea. If you don't have a Google device or an Alexa or a cell phone, then use your lungs and call for help. If uh, If you can, you know, crawl to a, a safe place where you can wait for help to occur. Think over what happened so that you can describe it to your doctor. This is really important so that it doesn't happen again. All right. Let's take some questions, Desi. All right. Well, Oh, here we go. Kathy Lyons has her hand up. Um, go ahead, Kathy. I tend to trip and fall a lot on upraised sidewalks, and I took a cue from the football players. When they fall, they roll to mm-hmm. avoid the impact in the where you hit. So I try to do that. You know, if, if I know I'm falling, I just the minute I touch down, I roll to lessen the impact of that fall that's very good very good you can steal it if you like it uh-huh uh-huh yeah and if you're outside maybe there's grass that you could <clears throat> sort of ro- roll onto and have a softer landing right uh well the landing is still hard but you're, you don't stay on the hard part you get off it right away <laughs> okay all right anyone else no hands right now. No hands. Oh, oh wait. Geez. Phil Jones just raised his hand right as, right okay. as I said that. About four and a half years ago, and I guess five and a half years ago, I was going to work, and I got to the subway station. I mean, first subway station, a place I've been traveling to, <clears throat> through over 30 years, and I had to go down three uh, sets of steps. I... Went down the first, um, I hit the landing. I had, I went down the second one just fine, hit the landing. Okay, I said to myself, I got one more. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> just as I came to that third set, I just completely lost control of myself. I don't know exactly how it happened, what happened. I just completely lost control. And, of course, I was uh, using a cane in one hand. And so I tried to put out my... Uh, uh, other hand and tried to break my fall, but all of a sudden I was just going down so fast that I went down even further and hit the 
hit uh, a railing. I was trying to get the railing too. My nose hit the railing, and then Ow. I I hit the bottom of the stairs, and I hit that. I, I landed at the bottom, and uh, what happened was that uh, two of my teeth were uh, <clears throat> knocked uh, out almost, and my nose was broken and injured in a knee. I didn't fortunately I didn't hit my head, but when I hit the bottom, I felt like I had been asleep and I was just waking up. I mean, this thing just happened so quickly in just a matter of seconds. And when I hit the bottom, like I say, I just felt as if I had been asleep. And and um, you have any ideas how to describe what that was or to explain what that might have been? I do know for a fact that no, I wasn't pushed or anything, but it just it just happened. You know, some of the comments that were made by folks on the discussion list uh, refer to the fact that uh, sometimes we get distracted. We're thinking of other things, and we're not paying close attention. And that's really important for us to be paying attention, even when we're in what we think are familiar surroundings because sometimes those familiar surroundings have been altered by someone else putting something in the way that wasn't in the way before and all of a sudden we discover it and it becomes a trip hazard for us so yes it's really important to keep focused on what you're doing if you're walking anywhere even if it's a familiar area pay attention to where you're going and what you're feeling under your feet. That wasn't the situation with me. As I said uh, in my description, I was telling anybody, I said, okay, I have one more set to go. So yeah. I knew exactly what was going on and what I had to do, but it just, I just suddenly, it just, I just totally lost control. That was the only thing. I lost control. Well, thanks for sharing that, Bill. Uh, we're going to now move into exercises we do have a few more hands up do you want to take those later uh yes let me let me go through the exercises and then we'll take questions at the end i want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to practice these exercises now i'm going to lead you through just maybe a half dozen or so very simple exercises these are part of the matter of a balance uh, training but it's only about a a third of the number of exercises that you would learn if you were to sign up for that program. And again, I do encourage you to check with your AAA to see if they have it available. As we do these exercises, if at any time you feel discomfort or pain, stop at once. I can't monitor and tell what's the problem, so I don't want you to hurt yourself in any way. And we're going to do sitting exercises only. The Matter of Balance program consists of about 50% exercises standing and 50% sitting. But uh, for safety reasons, we're only going to do the ones that are sitting, okay? And uh, But they're all quite simple, and uh, they are something that you could practice each day and uh, it would be helpful to you. But it's not the only way to exercise. As I said, you can pick. If you want to just do a brisk walk around the block, uh, 
or you want to go swimming, or you have an exercise bike or a treadmill. Any of those things are good. So, are we all seated in a very comfortable chair, but not too comfortable? It should not be a deep cushion, because then you'll have a little bit of trouble moving up and down, all right? Now, let's begin with some deep breathing. And I first want to explain about breathing. You know, mostly when people talk about, hey, you need to take some deep breaths, they say, take a deep breath in, hold it, and then exhale. Well, that's how I've been doing it all of my life until I came across a book. And this book told me just the opposite. It said, no, you should focus on exhaling not on inhaling. And so the, the book, and I'm going to give you the reference to that book, says that we gain more oxygen and we gain more strength when we exhale as far as we can and then relax and let the air come back into our lungs through our nose. So we're going to practice exhaling three times. So I want you to kind of blow through your mouth like you're whistling and blow out as far as you can, like you're blowing a balloon. And I'll let it come back in through your nose. Okay, let's do that again. Exhaling through your mouth. You're pushing the air out using your diaphragm. Now, let it come back in naturally through your nose. And you'll notice that when you do it this way, slowly exhaling through your mouth, it actually is a, takes about twice as long to exhale as for the air to come back in. And that's as it should be. Remember, what you're trying to do is to expel, to get rid of all that old air, all that ex air that you don't need anymore and create then a space for the clean air to come back in. So we're going to exhale through our mouths. <sighs> inhale. inhale through your nose. And that's a good way to start each day in the morning. And you can even do that while lying in bed. Just do about five or ten exhales and inhales. And amazing how you feel. The lady that wrote this book has done a series of, uh, ec of uh, experiments and research involving uh, Olympic cyclists and firemen and found out that they increased their strength and their endurance by breathing in this fashion. The book, by the way, is called Just Breathe Out, Using Your Breath to create a new and healthier you. And her name is uh, Betsy Thomason. And I'll have that information available on an AAVL uh, discussion list uh, mail out. So that'll be available. And, and by the way, it's available both in Braille and in audio format from NLS. Okay. Now that we've learned to breathe, what we're going to do is we're going to stretch. And this is really important to stretch your muscles. So stretch your arms out as far as you can to the sides, as far out. Don't hit anybody. <laughs> All right. And now you're going to 
turn slightly to your left. More, more, good. Now turn back to the right, all the way back to the right, to the right, to the right. Ah, you should feel the muscles in your back pull a little bit. And that's good. This is how we stretch them out. Back to the left, all the way. Now back to the right. And as we're doing it, we're exhaling. Because you want to exhale when you're putting forth any effort. So as you exert yourself, you exhale. Sorry about that. I knocked my microphone away. Okay. To the left once more. And back to the right all the way. Very good. All right. So that's the stretch. And that's a good way to start every series of exercises. The next one is called a shoulder roll. And what we're going to do with our shoulders is we're going to roll them first forward in a circle. And then we're going to roll them backwards. Okay? So first. Up, forward, down, back. We're making a circle. Up, forward, down, back. Third, up, forward, down, back. Fourth, up, forward, down, back. And the last one, up, forward, down, and back. Now let's reverse it. We're going to go forward, up, back, and down. 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 And the last one, forward, up, back, and down. Good. Did that feel good? Did your back go crack, crack, crack? Sometimes it does. It makes little popcorn sounds. And that's good because that is causing your vertebrae to replace themselves where they need to be. Well, since we've done a couple of exercises, we need to take a little more breath. So exhale through your mouth. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Inhale through the nose. Once more, exhale. Inhale. Very good. Very good. The next exercise is a foot circle exercise. So you want to make sure that you have room in front of your chair. Stick out your right foot, and you're going to make a circle. You don't want to move the leg only you're going to move your foot and ankle. All right? So we're going to circle to the right. Circle around, down, left, and up. Circle around, down, left, and up. To the right, down, left, and up. To the right, down, left, and up. Now we'll circle the other way. To the right, up, left, and down. To the right, up, left, and down. Okay, Michael, I'm on a I'm on a, a Zoom class. 
I'll call you later. Left, down, right, and up. Good. Now put that foot down, and let's go with the left foot. First, let's go to the right. Right, down, left, up. Right, down, left, up. Remember, we're just moving the foot around the ankle. This is this is to give you flexibility in your ankle. The ankle is one of the most important points of balance for the body. Right, down, left, up. Once more, right, down, left, and up. The other two points, of course, are the knees and the hips. Those are the three areas where our balance is controlled. Let's take some more breath. That took a lot of work. So let's take a few more breaths. All right. So here we go. Uh, breathe out. Inhale through the nose. Out through the mouth. Slowly. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Slowly. In through the nose. Good job. All right. The next series of exercises is to exercise our leg. Uh, we call this one leg extensions. And what you do here is you just put your right leg out, lift it as high as you can, pointing the toe to the ceiling. Hold it up there for a minute. And now bring it down. Now the same with your left leg. Left leg up, high as you can go, point to the ceiling. Bring it back down. Now the right leg up, point. You should be feeling the muscles pulling in your calf and in your thigh. And that's good. Back down. Now the left leg up, point to the Ceiling and back down. You know, in the beginning, you might want to do just four or five of these. And then as you do more, you'll be able to increase the number to eight, nine, and ten. Left leg up. Back down. Right leg up. Back down. Left leg up. Back down. Very good. All right. Let's take another breath. Breathe out. Back in through the nose. Breathe out through the mouth. Kind of you want to keep your mouth like a little small O. You don't want to open your mouth too wide. You want the air to go out slowly. As far as you can push it out from the diaphragm, and then let it just naturally come back in because you created a vacuum, it will naturally flow back in by itself through your nose. Okay. All right, now I want you to place your hands on your knees. Okay. Palms. <clears throat> this is a wrist rotation. Place your hands either on your knees or on the arms of your chair, whichever is more com comfortable for you. 
And I want you to spread your fingers as far apart as you can. Then slowly rotate your hand, palm up, and then back down, palm down. So again, your hands are on your knees or on the arms of your chair with the palms facing down. You spread your fingers as wide as you can, and then you turn your palms up. Turn them back down. Keep those fingers spread. Back up. Back down. Back up. Back down. If you've got a little arthritis in your fingers, this will help you. Take a few months, but it'll help. It really does. Back up and back down. Now, a little variation on that one is clenching your fist. So put your hands on your knees or on the arms of your chair. Palms facing up. Bring your hands up toward your shoulders. And as you're doing that, make a fist. Make a fist. As tight a fist as you can. Touch your chest. Then bring your hands back down to your legs and opening your palms again. Bring your hands up, clench your fist, back down to your legs, open your hands. Bring your hands up, closing your fingers into a fist. Now bring them back down and open your hands. Let's do it twice more. Up, clench, back down, and open. Up, clench, back down, and open. We're almost done. We're almost done. Isn't this fun? Yes, it is. And you know, the more you do this, the easier it gets. And you can do these kind of exercises while listening to a book on on your NLS player, or watching a television news, or uh, listening to music. So it's not something that will absorb your full attention. You can begin to do it. It becomes almost automatic. Again, you want to do at the same time every day. So it becomes a routine. For me, I prefer to do it in the morning, maybe about 8 o'clock in the morning. That's my preferred time. You might prefer to do it in the evening while watching the 6 o'clock news. That's okay. But make it a routine and don't skip. And don't say, well, I missed today, so I'll do twice as many tomorrow. No. All right? So the next thing is we're going to do a little neck exercise. We're going to take our, uh, make, um, imagine that you've got something you want to look over your left shoulder. So you turn your head as far to the left as possible as if you're looking over your left shoulder. All right? And then slowly you bring it back and look over your right shoulder. All right? Now back to the left. Now back to the right. We want to do this slowly. Back to the left. Back to the right. Once more, back to the left. And back to the right. Again, you may hear some 
snap, crackle, and pop as you do this. And that's good because it means that those vertebrae in your neck needed to get themselves realigned. All right. The next uh, exercise actually is uh, from uh, <clears throat> John Hopkins Medicine. And this is a really good exercise for developing balance. It's a simple exercise, though. And uh, what you're going to do is you're going to sit on your chair. Make sure your feet are flat on the ground. You must have a chair that is uh, not going to have you bending your knees or having to reach with your toes to reach the floor. It should be very comfortable, and you should be able to sit on the front part of the chair with your feet flat. Okay? It's, this is a an exercise to improve your balance, but also it will improve the strength in your legs. So, you want to scoot forward to the end, uh, to the uh, uh, to the edge of the chair. All right. Now lean forward over your knees. Lean forward, shifting your body weight forward. All right. Now slowly rise to a standing position. If you need to, use your hands on the arms of your chair to help push you up. Now slowly lower yourself back to the chair, all the way down, and sit back down. Now let's do that again. Raise up, full standing position. Now, slowly sit back down. Raise up. Sit back down. Raise up. And sit back down. In the beginning, it's okay to use your hands on the arms of the chair to help push you up to a standing position and then help you to sit back down. But gradually, what you want to do is to use your hands less and less until you're able to stand and sit without using your hands at all. And as you get better at doing this, what you can do is to try holding hand weights to add extra resistance. And you might use just a couple of cans of soup or cans of beans or something like that. If you've got some, uh, some weights in your garage, you could use those as well, but add a little resistance to it. And if you're able to consistently do this 10 or 20 times, it really is going to improve your ability to stand and not wobble and be very confident about your balance. If you do experience any pain in your knees or your back or your hips while doing this particular exercise, stop right away. And uh, next time you have a doctor's appointment, you tell them about it. Say, I was doing this exercise, and I found that uh, it really caused my left knee to hurt. And so he may need to want to look at your left knee and find out what caused that, you know. But it's an excellent exercise for strengthening both your legs and improving your balance.
I'm going to make available to you a resource list on fall prevention. It'll have a couple of uh, links to videos. One of them is to uh, an exercise program from New Zealand called Ortego. It's a 36-minute video. It's actually pretty pretty strenuous exercise, but you might, you know, gravitate toward that. Some of you are going to be more... Some of you are going to be more able to uh, to do some of these exercises that are more demanding than others. And that's okay. Everybody is different, and you go at your own pace. There's another excellent video with exercises from um, uh, the Institute on Aging. It's called uh, Go for Life from the National Institute on Aging. And it's, uh, it's shorter. I think it's about 15 minutes. And... Larry, excuse me for just one moment, just to let you know you have 10 minutes until the top of the hour. Thank you. And you'll have, uh, you'll have the links to both of those. Also, uh, the National Fall Prevention Resource Center, I'm going to list them on the resources because they have a lot of good information that you can access. And if you're looking at how you can modify your home in some way to make it more hazard-free, you might want to check out the National Resource Center on Supportive Housing and Home Modifications. And then lastly on this list is the name of the book that I mentioned to you called Just Breathe Out, Using Your Breath to Create a New, Healthier You by Betsy Thomason. And I mentioned that it's available on NLS, and I will uh, include the DB and BRL uh, catalog numbers so you can easily find it. Okay, now we'll take some questions and comments. Okay, we have uh, Beth from New Mexico has her hand raised. You were talking about uh, crawling and stuff. That's what I did one time when I fell on the ice outside and, and I, but I did end up breaking my fibula but I didn't know that it was broken. You know, the, the side bone in your leg? Uh-huh. Yeah. But so, I didn't know that it was broken till the next day because it was about 3 o'clock in the morning when I went to throw trash. And I ended up crawling back to the house. Well, are I you slipped all, on some ice. Are you all healed up now? Oh, yeah. That was about 10 years. That was in 08. Okay. And then... Um, I was going to ask you, where could we get those resources besides the, on the Internet? Because mm. uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, the resource list and the exercises. I'm going to uh, post those on the AAVL discussion list. Right. But I think she said she doesn't have Internet. So I don't have a computer. How- Oh, you you don't have internet. What I would suggest you do. Where are you in New Mexico? In um, Alamogordo. Okay, uh, I would if if I were you, I would contact the area agency on aging in your uh, city in your county and find out if they all have any exercise program that you could join. I know that many of the senior centers 
that have been closed are now reopening, and many of them do offer exercise programs. So that's another way to get access to that. Or, you know, you might just go to a, uh, to a gym. Uh, what's one planet? Um, what's it called? There's Planet there, Fitness. Planet Fitness, right. Uh, that's another opportunity. Okay, we need to move okay. along because we have five hands raised and okay, we're well, a lot of time. So. Okay, let's move quickly. Yeah. So we have another Beth, Beth's iPhone. <laughs> okay. Hi, I, I just wanted to say how much I have enjoyed this course and I will try to remember and I will take advantage of the uh, exercises. Now, my question is with the with the one we did about standing up and then sitting back down uh-huh. you're you're actually bending over is that correct because i detected a little bit of uneasiness about bending over i felt like i was going to you know go that, over the rest of the way that's that's only so that you can stand up more easily you lean forward and then you're able to uh, stand up more easily from the chair and then sit back down. So you're not actually bending. You're just kind of leaning a little bit. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. Sure. Right. Next we have Andy. Okay. I'm here. Uh, This might be sound like a stupid question, but uh, you have mentioned several times the acronym AAA. And when I think of AAA, I think of the auto club. And I don't think that, I don't think that's what you mean. Can you explain what AAA is? Area Agency on Aging. Area Agency on Aging. It's a state, uh, uh, well, it's an, it's an organism, uh, excuse me, it's an agency that is primarily funded under the Older Americans Act. And so they provide programs and services for persons over the age of 60. So uh, if I Googled, if I Googled that, I would get information about the agency in my area. I hope you would. That's the, that's our expectation. If not, if you have a, like a, I guess it's three, one, one, you might try calling three, one, one and asking them if they have the uh, telephone number. Thank you. Okay, next we have Nora. We have one more, I think. Yes, go ahead, Nora. Thank you. Uh, I want to ask you, what are the four main uh, wonderful spells you never age? Uh, Nora, hon, you're breaking up. The four what? Uh, repeat yourself. Oh, okay. Can you? That's better, yeah. Ten, I'm sorry. I'm... Okay. Uh, well, uh, thank you. Um I speak a little closer. Um, what is a, a four word uh, as far as exercise and one of them is not two of them. I remember endurance. Uh, what yeah, is the mus- muscle strength, endurance, uh, flexibility, and uh-huh. what was the other one? <laughs> uh, endurance. Balance. Muscle, That's what it is. Balance. Yes. Okay. Right. Balance. Okay. Ma- ma- Thank uh, you. Muscle. We have muscle strength, uh, endurance, flexibility, and balance. We have three minutes okay, left. Do you want to take any more hands? 
All right. How much time do we have left, Desi? About three minutes. Do you want to right. take any more Let's hands? Take, take the next person. Okay. Karen. Karen's iPhone. Hi. I think someone emailed me and a group of us. The first, I think it was your, it was the first one about around the home. I guess he got it from you or your website or something. Then I went online to try to find the other one about um, fear and, and balance and, you know, the one you did the other day. Where are those checklists at? I don't know uh, where the person got the first one from, but it sounded like it came from you. Yes. Uh, I, I posted them on the AAVL discussion list. Uh, do you subscribe to that? No, I'm not. Okay. Well, you can. It's very easy, and you don't have to be a member of AAVL to subscribe. You just go AAVL-L plus sign subscribe at ACBLists, L-I-S-T-S, dot O-R-G. And you send a blank email to them, and then they will subscribe you to the list. Okay, I'm not going to remember all that. Is the link to it on your website? Yeah, it might be easy. Just go to uh, the AAVL website, which is aavl-blind-seniors.org. That might be easier to find it. aavl-blind-seniors.org? Right. Or even if if you go to the main ACB website, they will lead you to how you can uh, subscribe to email lists. No, I go to the. I, I can. I'll do the AABL. Is that what you said? AABL dash blind dash seniors dot org. Okay, I'll try to find it there. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We we have less than a minute left, so I don't think I, we're going to have I, time for any more. I want to. I want to thank you all and wish you a very very safe Halloween. If you go out trick-or-treating, be sure that you wear your mask (laughs) and carry your cane. It's been enjoyable, and I thank you again for being part of this class, and we'll be talking again soon. Thank you, Larry. You're welcome. Thank you, Desi. Thank you so much, and thank you, Larry, for streaming.